0: We all know that the Browns have to be better, but just how much better do they need to be in order to make the playoffs and to become contenders in 2023? We'll talk about the guys that need to have the most improvement on the offense and the defensive side of the football for the Browns to be what the Browns want to be, which is contenders in 2023. We'll come back and talk about that as well on the Locked on Browns podcast. You are locked on Browns. Your daily Cleveland Browns podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.
1: Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends, your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB, the Locked On Browns podcast brought to you by Locked On Podcast Network, your team Every day, your hosts Jeff Lloyd at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd from the ultimate Cleveland sports show Monday through Friday, 11 to one on YouTube. Mr. Garrett Bush, if you didn't check it out for today yet, go ahead. Stephen A. Smith in the house. Um, I'm sure the boys all have nice, relaxed voices because once you get a guy like Stephen A. on, there ain't no words to be had otherwise. Of course, on-air personality, 923 The Fan. Uh, Saturday morning, The Barbershop, as well as many other appearances. Garrett Bush at GBush91. Today's episode of Locked On Browns is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, the official sportsbook of the NFL. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started as Garrett said we're going to take a little look here on the offensive side of the ball defensive side of the ball here everybody wants to talk and focus so much about what the Browns can do through trades what they can do through free agency what they can do through the draft when the bottom line is there's guys on this roster who are already here who Browns are counting on to play better and it's it's time basically to play to Piper third segment we do a little this or that uh you know as far as you know, options that can be had either trade, free agency. We're going to try to make this a regular thing. Yeah, obviously, we can do it. You know, for the time being, trade wise, we can do it through free agency. You know, then obviously we'll start putting in draft prospects there as we get closer and closer to April. Um, but we're going to start on the offensive side of the ball here, and you know, still some questions to be determined here. But you're looking at you know, right now a couple of big, big question marks. Uh, the Browns grew accustomed to solid center play for a lot of years here with JC Treader. And then as the health deteriorated and you know JC finally decided it was time for him to you know, step away, just couldn't do any more too much, you know, wear and tear on his knee and you know JC now a family man family started had to move on made for a beautiful scenario for Nick Harris who had one career start up until that point and had looked promising against Green Bay Packers on Christmas Day in 2021. But ultimately, Nick Harrison first couple of, Nick Harrison first couple of snaps in the summer here, knee blows out. You get Ethan Posick in. Ethan Posick, and it, you didn't miss a beat. Essentially, from what you had grown accustomed with, with AC Treder. Ethan Posick, you know, took to it like a fish to water. Uh, this zone wide zone scheme, he was fantastic. He showed athleticism. He showed power. And I think the biggest testament to Ethan Posick is when Ethan Posick was out. And you saw a tremendously, tremendously bad interior offensive line play. I think if anything, you know, shows you how strong and how solid Ethan Posick had been in 2022. It was actually the time that he was away is, you know, what you took from that. Uh, the running back position, you know, we've talked about this here. Um, you know, you're going to move on from Kareem. Most likely you're going to move on from Dearness. Leaves you 13 carries in your reserve running backs from last year. Jerome Ford, 12. Demetrik Felton won. Um, I'm going to say it's Ford, I mean, Jerome Ford. And I'm not going to put this on Jerome Ford. I'm not going to basically say that he hasn't performed yet, but I'm basically going to say we don't know yet with Jerome Ford. Uh, I think the Browns believe they have a solid player, Jerome Ford. I kind of agree with him. Um, he's a guy I definitely feel like, you know, I def- I want to see more of his role as a kick returner was outstanding, But the Browns on the offensive side of the ball, gee, They have guys that are going to have to step up here. Um, Look, you cannot fill every hole through free agency. You cannot fill every hole through trade. You cannot fill every hole through the draft. The Browns have some players on this roster who maybe haven't gotten the opportunity yet, Garrett. But it's time to, hey, you are in the league. (laughs) You've got a contract. Um, Basically a place to the table type of mentality.
0: Yeah, listen, um, you know, there's going to be some guys that need to step up. And to be truthful, um, none bigger than one um, Deshaun Watson. We can talk about all the, you know, <laughs> I mean, we talk about all of the like ancillary parts. You know, it's good to have an offensive line. It's good to have a nice running back and and guys like that. And, and you know, you want you want those guys to to you know you know be playmakers for you, but. It's just all about Deshaun Watson, how he gonna move in the twenty twenty three season. You know, um, you know this is gonna be his show. It's gonna be how he moves. I want to see more swag. I want to see him play more free. You know, sometimes when you can go through something, um, you can kind of be, um, you know, it, it withholds some of your exuberance for the game. It can it can drain you emotionally. You're in a new place. Uh, you're in a new offense. You're, you're, you're trying to get acclimated to, you know, being a leader, and it's hard to be being a leader when you're getting darts thrown at you, right? There, it's hard to be a leader when every time you turn on the, the television, you know, you got some different things and, and, and stuff going on. So... Football is just not what happens on the field. It's all about also a, a couple of other things. You got to be mentally correct. You got to be spiritually correct. You have to be emotionally intact in order to go out there and, and put maximum effort out and, and go out and play with some sort of level of synergy. So I, I think all those things said, uh, Deshaun Watson will have I, I think a really breakout year. I'm, I'm expecting Deshaun Watson to come back, and you'll start to see it um, in, in in training camp. Um, I would be interested in, in seeing Kevin Stefanski play him a ton. I would play Deshaun Watson a whole lot, all preseason. Um, I, I think it, when you look over at Kansas City and Patrick Mahomes is doing what he needs to do, guess what? Patrick Mahomes is playing the first games. He's playing in all those games. He needs every rep he can get. And I've said it before, you guys need to be hanging out with each other, bowling, going grocery shopping. Vacationing, all those good things, um, that an offensive coordinator and a head coach and, and, and a franchise quarterback do. But Jeff, you know, I you know, I could say a lot of other people, but if Deshaun Watson is gonna be good next year and he's back to doing what he does, all the other stuff will take care of itself in terms of the offensive uh you know
1: side of the ball. I, I don't disagree with you as far as that. And I think you know, everybody here, I think that's the understanding we all have is, you know, that Deshaun Watson and look, it's fair to say, um, you know, the six games we saw, I think everybody collectively has this feeling that we are all looking for more. Um, but once you take in, you know, the factors, the time missed, the new system, everything, you, you understand, you know, maybe it wasn't, you know, feasible for him to come him to come in and you know, dominate, crush it, you know, whatever your hopes essentially were for Deshaun Watson. So of course the onus is on him and we could mention the wide receiver position, but I think the issue rare there, G is, is, it's kind of like, well, who do you make the case for? You know, we haven't seen enough of any of them to say, all right, well, you know, like, like we did for Donovan people's Jones this year. Hey man, you saw a little, you saw improvement from year one to year two, you know what I'm saying? So now year two, we saw some improvement. All right. Now year three, what did you get with Donovan people's Jones? I don't think with any other wide receivers on his roster right now, we have one where we could say, you want to know what? Well, I saw that, and I think that player is ready to make that jump. But look, the Browns can't go out and just bring in people everywhere. They just cannot do that. So somewhere, somehow, some of these guys are going to have to step up, and some of these guys are going to have to be relied upon, whether it is the running back position, whether it's the center position, whether it's the wide receiver position. And first and foremost is getting Deshaun Watson to play like the guy you feel you acquired and the investment that you put in him. We're gonna switch it up here. We're gonna do the same topic here. Defensive side of the ball, Garrett Bush, Jeff Lloyd, your latest locked on Browns. Looking for a delicious treat, but don't want all of the fat and calories, then you got to try a belt bar. We just got through the holidays, and I know my goal is to eat a little healthier this year. If you're like me, where you want to eat healthier but don't want to compromise taste then, man, I've got just the thing for you. you got to try Built. With Built, healthy is actually tasty. Seriously, they're so delicious, you won't think they are good for you. And they're perfect for your New Year's resolution. What makes Built Bars so good? Well, for starters, they are covered in one percent chocolate. That's right, real chocolate. And they come in unbelievably solid flavors like churro, peanut butter brownie, and coconut almond. I'm not sure how Built does it, but these bars taste like a candy bar while maintaining amazing macros and what's even better is that they are healthy only 130 calories and four grams of sugar with a whopping 17 grams of protein and now you don't need to wait around to get a box for years we've been talking about ordering your built bars at built.com now you can get them at your local walmart or sam's club that's right hard head to your nearest walmart today Walk to the pharmacy section and grab yourself a box of Bill Bars. You can pick up a four-bar box of cookies and Cream, double chocolate, or coconut puffs. If you were closer to Sam's Club, run in grab a 13-bar box with our hit flavors, Brownie, Batter, and churro. and you can thank me later.
0: Welcome back to the Locked on Browns podcast. G. Bush, Jeff Lloyd in the building. We want to thank everybody for making Locked on Browns your first listen of each and every day. Uh, You can follow us at GBush91, at Jeff underscore LJ underscore Lloyd on uh, Twitter as well, and at Locked on Browns on Twitter as well. Uh, Jeff, we did the offensive side of the football. Let's flip over to the defensive side of the football. And the most improvement and the guy that is going to be pivotal, in my opinion, uh, for this Cleveland Browns defense to come back and be better than he was before it's on Winfrey. Um, on Winfrey, um, you know, we, we we value what we get from the senior bowl last year at the senior bowl. He was he was the MVP that at, at uh, up front. He was a guy that was dominant. Um, he showed some different things uh, in terms of his athleticism. And he, he actually flashed a few times this year. The problem with on Winfrey is the consistency, uh, the consistency. The want to, the attitude. We loved what we heard from him, you know, talking about being, you know, going out there and being a dog. But, you know, as we as we spoke about it before, it's much more of a, of something you have to show than you you can actually just be out there just saying what you're going to do. So when you talk about the situation with a guy like Perion Winfrey, he's a guy that can give you something. So then you don't have to go and say, "I need four D tackles." You can say I'm counting on Perion Winfrey to be a guy that's going to take that position, run with it, become a starter at the de- defensive tackle position, and maybe you got to figure out one more guy to get it, that you're going to have a new starter. Um, I was going to go with Jordan Elliott, but Jordan Elliott it, it, it showed me what he's about. He has had more time. I think Perion Winfrey has more uh, a higher upside. I think uh, Jordan Elliott is what it is. But I, I think when you got a guy that you can pencil in and potentially still have some upside, Perry on Winfrey is a guy that can really upgrade you in the middle. And now you can say say, okay well let me go out and find a defensive tackle um, that could go beside him. And now you you've seen like you got something. I, for me, I think the Cleveland Browns, if they want to be,, um, let's put it like this, if they want to be good this year, and they want to be uh, like these other teams, they're going to have to have some people step up and be starters. I'm penciling Alex Wright as a starter. Um, for me, he might he's going to have to earn it. But if you want to be like the Chiefs of some of the other teams, you're going to have to actually start drafting these guys that are going to slot and take these positions. Because if you can get Alex Wright to take a little bit of a leap and become a starter, you could get Perry on Winfrey to become a starter. Now you say, okay, well, let me find some depth. Maybe I could get a couple of veterans, bottom, you know, middle tier guys to kind of plug and play, and you got a defensive front up there with Miles Garrett. But they're gonna have to start to have some of these guys that they're drafting be starters, and impact players. I think to me, Alex Wright is going to be a guy that they're gonna have to start over on the right hand side as well. So that means he's gonna have to take a je- A little jump, Jeff. Uh, your thoughts on defense and, and who you're gonna have to see something more from coming up this year.
1: Uh, I'm kind of with you on these two names. I'm going to get to them in a second. Um, but I, I think for what everybody believes in the impact a guy like Jeremiah Usu-Koromoa can have, um, switching to a new defense, chatting out here with Jim Schwartz, the athleticism, the ability to play against the run, the ability to hopefully you know be somebody who can contribute in coverage against running backs, in coverage against tight ends. Um, I think it would be paramount for A, the Browns, and B, for Jeremiah Usu koromoa for him to kind of put it all together here this year. Um, and st- to be fair, some of this has been scheme flawed in front of Jeremiah uso which has basically denied him the ability to just basically run around and make plays, which is what the game plan was. They just didn't have the players in place for Jeremiah uso to do said things. For me, you know, I'm glad you went with Perrion first. You know, I, I would go with Alex first. I, I believe it's a 1A, it's a 1B scenario. And now this is what I got to basically when we were talking about the offensive side of the ball here. Yes, these guys maybe weren't necessarily first-round picks or even second-round picks, but you got to have faith that these guys are going to develop. The better case scenario is these guys are now going to get to play for a defensive coordinator in Jim Schwartz who's calling card for his entire time in the NFL, has been solid, rotational, defensive line play. These guys are going to be given an opportunity. I can't guarantee that either one of them are going to be handed a starting gig. If the Browns, as we had mentioned the other day, maybe 25 mil or so to sprinkle around on defense for maybe three guys, you figure a D tackle, you figure an edge, you figure maybe a free safety with that money. Those are positions where you probably need to invest in some veterans because we all know the defensive t- tackle position, this team right now, you can't even give them a grade on what they've done as far as drafting interior defensive linemen to this point. You can't. It's an incomplete. It's it's an incomplete. They haven't gotten anything right. You, know, you want to make excuses, whatever. They, they just haven't done it well to this point. 100% agree with you. I think Perrion Winfrey, as the season went on, as you know, the rookiness of Perrion Winfrey got shaken off, whether it was by teammates, whether it was by coaches, and starting to understand you know, the business, what is expected of you when you are an NFL player. And I think Perrion, it showed stronger later in the year. Played better, played more consistent, wasn't guessing, was, was succeeding through following his assignment. Alex Wright, and now this is going to be another thing. Alex Wright could be a starter on this defense next year. Might not even be a week one starter. I think they're going to bring in some sort of veteran, and it's going to be a competition. It's going to be, uh, you know, can Alex Wright beat this guy out? Even if it's not week one, that's fine. Can Alex Wright beat this guy out as the season goes on? Alex Wright, all the world, all the potential is there. Six foot five, 270 length athleticism, and got a lot of playing time last year. Did not get a lot of statistical production, but definitely got a lot of playing time. His play as well improved over the final half of the season. Didn't necessarily show up in the stat box, and that's fine. But as we've learned is with Miles Garrett, when he succeeds best, is he succeeds best with the defensive end, who is a – Routine, who is an assignment-driven type player, your opportunities will come to get to the quarterback playing with Miles Garrett, and that will for Alex Wright. But everybody wants to talk about this improved defensive line play. You need to get a bunch of guys in here. Look, we know right now it's basically you know Miles Garrett and the pimps. There, there, there's nothing else. You know, what I'm saying there, there's no the pimp There's no rest of this group here. You know, we, we don't talk about any of these other guys individually yet to this point because they haven't gotten there yet. You find a way to maybe bring in a Fletcher Cox. Just saying a name, not saying it's going to happen, as the Eagles are now going to have to give $40 million to Jalen Hurts, and we'll have four, four free agent defensive tackles. Just saying. Just saying. might be peeking in that window over there. But you need Alex Wright. You need Perrion Winfrey to make huge strides here in U2. Um, Perrion, just continue the path. You close the season on Alex, just keep your nose grinding, keep doing what you're supposed to do. The statistical output will come. But as we said, we're talking about Jim Schwartz here. This is a seven, eight, nine, hopefully group where he can rotate in, rotate out, play big, play small and nickel and dime. These are all things, but these two guys will be key factors for Jim Schwartz and the opportunity and path to serious playing time and serious production for both these players will be there. It's on them what they do with the opportunity bestowed upon them. We're going to get to a little this and that. I'm going to lose my mind here, and Garrett knows it at this point. If you, I don't know what wide receiver we have. and If Josh Gordon, God forbid, goes, catches a touchdown pass in the XFL tomorrow, I'm assuming everybody's going to want to bring him back. Um, but we're going to play a little this or that as far as trading for a player in the NFL We're going to get one free agent. I tell you, this is going to be a segment. We're going to do a bunch here. We can do it through trade scenarios. We can do it through free agent scenarios. We can do it through draft scenarios. We'll continue with all that here. Jeff Lloyd, Garrett Bush, your latest Lockdown Browns, available free wherever you get your podcasts, and, of course, on YouTube. The midway point of the NBA season is here, and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, because new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back. If your first bet doesn't win, download the FanDuel sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on everything from the money line to point scores, threes drained, first basket in any game. Me, if you like parlays, put together five, six small amount bets all together to hit, to get a big, big return. All things you can do with FanDuel, which is great because FanDuel gets you the opportunity to get your no sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Well, this is Silly Season, and now we got a time to
0: do a little episode. First, I think this is our first inaugural of This or That. So, I'm going to throw out one of the guys. Uh, we, we throw out one of the individuals that you you could probably get. Uh, there's a new rumor out there, and there's always a trade rumor, right? Um, we're talking about one Brandon Cooks, um, former you know teammate of Deshaun Watson, a guy that can get vertical, 30 years old. Um, you know, there's been a rumor out there that you can, you know, the proposed trade is a third this year and a third next year for Brandon Cooks. Now, when you talk about that deal, it, uh, it not only has to do with, with whether or not he fits this description he fits the scheme, fits what he wants to do. Um, Let's talk about how old he is. You know, he's a guy who is thirty, but he's played for a lot of teams. I, it's It's crazy how he's bounced around. I think he played for the Patriots. he he's played for the Rams uh, Saint played for the Saints and every and he never quite sticks. He's had that. a one
1: thousand he's had a one thousand yard season Garrett for four different franchises.
0: That's crazy. And he doesn't – he he seems like a guy that that he would stick somewhere, but he's always seeming to be a, a guy that's, you know, expendable. So you look at this year, he was not happy at all um, with, you know, playing with in, in Houston. Obviously, they don't have a good offense. Trying to find a quarterback. They're probably going to draft a quarterback this year. Um, Houston is rebuilding, and, and the thought process is, hey, you got Deshaun Watson. He used to throw into a guy. You need speed. He's a fast guy. Um, but it is going a little backwards, you know. You would like a, a receiver, um, to be a little younger, you, you might want to get somebody in 26, 27, air that area. But I believe he's making about what 26 million dollars, Jeff. Yeah, Brandon, he's about 26 million dollars. Yeah. So, so when you look at bringing in a guy like that, yes, you're using losing draft capital. Yes, that's going to take away from where you're going to piece in part because we just talked about the defensive line and how much help they need there. And you're talking about a simple fact that you're going to talk about allocating $26 million to your cap space um, and in to a, a, a side of the football that's already kind of loaded. Now, that's on one option. You throw out the other one. What, what's the other guy Um, that you were would, you would throwing out to our fans? Would you rather have Brandon Cooks or said person? Coming up now.
1: Well, I'm going to give my, my – My I will give my this or that first, and then I'll give my response here on Brandon Cooks. All right, how about a free safety who's had eight interceptions in his four years in the league? He averages over 80 tackles a year. Every season this guy has been in the NFL, he has played in playoff football. I loved him coming out of the University of Virginia years ago. Um, he will be a free agent. Contract, looking at it, the perspective, two years, 11 – Two years, $12 million. I am talking about Juan Thornhill from the Kansas City Chiefs. You want a guy, and look, Juan Thornhill is a versatile safety. He's not necessarily the -the on-the-roof safety you're looking for, but the true free safety, if available, think Marcus Williams, who was on the Saints, now with the Ravens. Take a look at that contract. That's a contract the Browns aren't necessarily going to be able to be in on. So you have to be careful With that, like we said, Browns are not going to go top-shelf shopping here. They are going to spread it around. They want to bring in some quality players at several positions. But a guy like Juan Thornhill, who has been in the league, has played against all the competition, has played in the biggest of games, Juan Thornhill, versatile safety, can play the free, has a nose for the ball. And, gee, I like the fact that he comes from a championship pedigree. Now, as far as for Brandon Cooks. Now, this being floated around, Brandon Cooks, go get him from Houston for three years. Okay. Brandon Cooks, it is essentially a one-year deal. All the guaranteed money of that deal expires after this season. So you guys want to pay And uh, this first, – first, I'll even get to this. I, I've heard some people flo- floating through social media, oh, Brandon Cooks, good leader. Well, I don't know how true that is because if Brandon Cooks was a good leader, I don't know why he's possibly headed to his fifth NFL team. So that certainly causes me some concern. Brandon Cooks, when he did not get traded last year, gee, what did he do? Basically opted out for a couple weeks. Just, you know, I didn't get traded. He opted out, just walked away. You know, so leadership, I don't know if I see it there. The other thing is he is older than Amari Cooper. He costs more than Amari Cooper. I've got to give up more draft capital than I gave up for Amari Cooper. So for me, I just don't know how that makes sense. Yes, Houston, you're in a tough spot. You cut him, you got a $34 million dead cap hit. But the problem I see for the Houston Texans is who's coming running for it. He's a very, very expensive wide receiver. And at this point he's been a great in his career. He has, but gee, who's coming running. And the other thing is why in the world is anybody going to go do a favor for the Houston Texans?
0: Yeah, it's so here, here's, it's one of those things. And, and, and the reason we look at these things is because the Browns at this point, I believe the Browns are all in, um, Right, this is a pivotal year for Kevin Stefanski. We talking? He got four to six games to prove that he that he's the guy that this is going to work, and they got to come out swinging next year. You know, some of these trades are tempting because we do believe that I, I'm of the belief that they do need to find an upgrade at one more receiver. They need one more guy that I could depend on one more guy that i could say and in a crunch time i could he's gonna catch the ball we're gonna move these chains one of the things that was so disappointing for me with the browns is i i, I, I we gotta sustain drives we gotta sustain drives too many drop balls too many uh you, you know too many you know times where guys hit the balls are hitting them in the chest the balls are hit on them we gotta catch those and, and i need to be dependable however what, what, what are your purse strings talking about? That's a lot of money. That's a lot of bread.
1: When you're looking at the safety position. Um, but, gee, this also gets to what we're saying. If we think there's 20. Look, if we say there's 25 million to spend on defense, there's not another 25 million to spend on offense. So, so you, you want to make this move for Brandon Cooks? G. Bush is playing D tackle and I'm playing free safety, guys. That's the factuality of this situation. Now, here, And now it ain't going to work. <laughs>
0: here, here's my thing. I, I would say to me, they may. I, I'm not a I'm not a firm believer that they can get a safety. I I, I think if if they cut John Johnson, I think what's going to happen is you're going to have a committee rotating in, and you may have Grant Delpit with a committee of the guys with with, with, a, with a couple of dudes that, that have an open uh, competition or out there safety.
1: Now, um, or you could see one of these cornerbacks in a nickel or dime situation go play center field. Hey, but so, so, no, no hold on. Hey,
0: listen, this is the thing to me for me, Jeff. I, I try to get creative. Now I would I would really hate for them to move Martin Emerson somewhere, but he can hit and he's big. And got he length. Has, he has length and he has ball skills. Now I, I I'm not saying that he's going to be a safety or he could do that. But listen, man, the skill set translates. And, and I'm just, you know, it, it, when you when you look around, you gotta get creative a little bit. How how would you this sound? Grant Delpin, Martin Emerson, Denzel Ward, and Greg Newsom. You still got AJ Green, you can put in the slot. That look that's big, that's physical. Listen, I like that. I like that. But we don't know. We're gonna see what Jim Schwartz is gonna say. But for me, that cap number is huge for Brandon Cooks. Um, the only way I think it, they would get it done, I would do the deal. I would I would personally do the deal and try to shuffle and figure out what we're gonna do in other positions. However, I, if 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 they don't do the deal, I understand why they don't because they they prioritize that we got to find somebody to actually tackle somebody. So yeah, I, I I agree that they will they'll probably you know allocate that force towards defensive linemen.
1: Well, for me, though, gee, and also I've got to give up the third round pick. So now I've got one pick in the first top 100, pick 42. Uh, I don't have another pick in the top 100. So I, I don't have enough financial flexibility to address the holes I have on the defensive side of the ball. 42, whichever guy it is at free safety, whether it's at D tackle, whether it's at edge, he better be a damn Hall of Famer because that's what I'm going to need a return of investment on that one. Yeah, look, I mean, I think we just get too many people that get in a matted mode here. And look, I ain't going to stand here and tell you that David Bell, Anthony Schwartz, Michael Woods, any one of these guys is the answer. But going and throwing another twenty million plus into the wide receiver room—that's not necessarily the answer. And it seems that you guys want to find a way that anybody, Deshaun Watson, had any ties to at any time in the NFL to get him in here, cost or regardless of what the cost is. There are going to be changes. There are going to be a ton of moves coming. All things explored, all things on the table. As obviously now, pressure on Andrew Berry, pressure on coach Kevin Stefanski, certainly pressure on quarterback Deshaun Watson. He's Garrett Bush, Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show, Monday through Friday, 11 to 1 on YouTube. You can also check G out, 923 The Fan, on air personality, Saturday mornings, the barbershop. Plenty of other opportunities to catch G over there. Make sure you're following at GBush91 myself jeff lloyd at jeff underscore lj underscore lloyd the show itself at lockdown browns we appreciate all of you who make lockdown browns your first listen every day whether it's free on your favorite podcast app or of course here on youtube make sure you're following the show Make sure you subscribe to the show. Throw some likes on the episode. Just get the word out there for the show. Drive the new listeners here for the offseason. We do appreciate you. If you also have Roku, go ahead, fire it up. Search Locked On Cleveland Sports. You will find us here. You will find G and the crew at the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. You'll get your Guardians coverage, your Cavaliers coverage, whatever you need Cleveland-wise. Again, we appreciate you all. Again, this show is nothing without the fan base that comes here every day in droves to listen to us and watch us. We appreciate you like no other. This has been your daily delivery of all things Dog Pound, LGB on the LOB. Let's go, Browns.